I am the stone that the builder refused. I am the visual, the inspiration that made ladies sing the blues. I'm the spark that makes your idea bright. The same spark that lights the dark so that you can know your left from your right. What up, everybody? It's your boy Tevin Taylor, a.k.a. Tevin Talks. And you already know we coming at you live with another edition, man. And we finna get straight to another controversial topic. Um, we're going to be talking about the critical race theory. Like, first of all, what is a critical race theory, right? And why is the critical race theory causing such a problem? In fact, the critical race theory has been causing such a fucking problem in the U.S. that there have been that legislation has passed bills that have prevented four states from having it being taught in schools. So you got Idaho, Iowa, Tennessee and Oklahoma. Now, these are the four states where legislation have passed laws where the critical race theory cannot be taught in schools. Now, I'm not sure if it's just public schools or if they even that extends to private schools, but. These four states have prevented the critical race theory from being taught in public schools, right? So why is it that the legislation is getting involved in this? Why is it that mostly and mainly white folks have such a problem with this being taught in schools? So we're going to dive into that, right? Like, what the fuck is critical race theory? Like, what is this? When did this come about? Like, we're going to dive into all that. What it's about? When did the critical race theory, when was it coined? When did it come about? And the long-term effects of this not being taught and what is the government's real plan behind trying to exit out um this legal and academic movement of the critical race theory right so we finna dive into all of that shit right so um the critical race theory was coined by a man named Derek bell and he was a brother in the 1980s um and he was a harvard professor and what he did and other black scholars was they created a legal academic movement that examined u.s law Right. So this movement specifically was tied to the U.S. law and it challenged mainstream America's liberal views on the racial justices that was happening in America. And it examined the social, the cultural and the issues that were tied to racism in the U.S. Right. So this is what the critical race theory pertained to. Right. Because what they what these scholars understood is that racism was not a it was not an aberration of something that could just be fixed by issuing laws here and there, right? Because racism is so fundamental to America. It, it is it is part of its essence, right? Like America was built on racism, right? Like all the jewels and the gold and everything that people in the U.S. get to um, enjoy and have, that was built off of our forced labor, right? So America is able to have what it has and people are able to enjoy what they enjoy because of our forced labor, right? And that was due to racism right like that was racism in its purest form so racism is a very fundamental part of america and nothing can be solved or dealt with unless you deal with the main fundamental issue of racism which is the fabric of america because it was built on it right so some of the key aspects when we're looking at racism is people have to understand that if you break the word down like race it's a competition right like somebody got to win somebody got to rules lose and ism like it's an ideology, it's a system and it's a practice, right? Which means people, people have to involve themselves in this, right? So once again, if you just break the word down, race, it's a competition, right? Which means races of people are competing for resources, control and power. And then you got ism, it's an ideology, it's a practice and it is a system that is in place, right? That's ism. That's why I'm against all isms. You feel what I'm saying? So that's racism when you break down what it is right so they use our forced labor right to get ahead with the resources and maintain control and power and then after they didn't need us no more the isms they came up with the systematic issues and the ideology that most white people believe that you know 
black people want handouts and we're just lazy and we're not trying to do for ourselves, right? Like that's the ideology that a lot of white people have about black folks, right? Because of the system that's in place and what's being taught in the public schools. And once again, critical race theory specifically deals and teaches and examines why these systematic powers are in place and how they affect us still today because people think that that shit doesn't affect us, right? So critical race theory really deals with that type of stuff, right? So what they're trying to do now is they're trying to take a Eurocentric approach to teaching, right? Meaning they're trying to mainly teach um, Western civilization like in the U.S. and teachings from the from the continent of Europe and it's biased because they're not talking about non-western civilizations aspects right like non-civilizations that had to deal with racism or what has happened in America that has allowed it to become so bountiful of what it is today right so it's very biased because you can't talk about America unless you're dealing with unless you're talking about black folks and what we did and um what's in play and how america has benefited from it like it's not going to talk about that and another thing they don't want to do is they don't want to talk about the kkk they don't want to teach how the kkk was bad and you know how they created all these atrocities and incidents um incidents of genocide they don't want to talk about that right so there are a lot of things that they are trying to take away from the fabric of america Right. Because they don't want to deal with the sins of what they committed. But it goes even deeper than that. Like they don't want to deal with the sins of um, white America doesn't want to deal with the sins of what they did. They don't want to have to keep facing that shit. And some of the arguments that these white parents have created is they don't want their children thinking that white people are bad people. They don't want them to feel evil or um, uncomfortable when these aspects are being taught. Well, what about these young black boys and girls? Because they in a school surrounded by 25, 26 white girls and boys. Right. So we have to deal with the element and the ideology of white people all the time. We have to deal with being dominated in spaces with white folks and their teachings. Right. And once again, their ideologies and what they believe. Right. And how that makes us very subservient when you it puts us in a position to feel subservient when they teach white people have done this. They've they've done all the adventures. They've created everything. They've made everything. They've taught all the math and the sciences. They've done everything. And it's like we're surrounded by them. So then when we look at ourselves and they're not teaching what we have contributed, right, it really puts black folks, the feeling of it is it makes us feel subservient, like we're a lesser class, right? So if critical race theory isn't taught, then once again, they're, that's allowing white people to escape from what they've done right so we even finna dive into this a little bit further right like we really finna get into this um a little bit further so a lot of people be like well all right well if critical race theory is going to talk about slavery well that was that was centuries ago why can't we let that go we can't let that go because we're we still deal with the residuals of slavery like we still deal with what has happened to us and how that still affects us still today right like for example when you look at um, something that trickles down the line of generations, like something that is very residual, right? And something that has um, a constant effect on each generation that keeps on happening. For example, there are a lot of um, mental health issues with black folks, right? Like, why is this a thing? Like, And I'm glad that a lot of people are starting to talk about it more like Charlamagne the God and like a few other uh, people of why... Um, Mental health is such an issue. 
Well, because we're still dealing with the residuals of slavery and what's happened to us because we were we were a serving class during slavery. Right. So now that we're no longer necessary for America to function, we're not ne we're, we're no longer needed for America to function. Like now it's created so much wealth and abundance that it can function on its own. That means what they originally brought us over here for the purpose that they brought us here for. It's no longer necessary. Right. Like to white America, we've you outused our usefulness. We're we're no longer necessary anymore. Right. So now. What do you do? Right. With like with a with a toy, quote unquote, that's lost its luster. Like, what do you do? Right. You try to find ways to get rid of it. Right. So now what they're trying to do is they're trying to get away with they're trying to get away with not paying us what they owe us. They're trying to get away with paying us, uh, not paying us what they owe us. Right. And I and I had this conversation with a white person like a month ago when I walked into a store. I had a, I had a Black Lives Matter uh, T-shirt on and she said, well, doesn't what about my life? I said, what about it? She said, doesn't doesn't my life matter too? I said, not more than a uh, life of black folks, not more than my people. No, absolutely not. Well, what about all people? Well, what about us? I said, well, listen, the very life that you get to live is was because of our forced labor, labor. So she goes like, well, well, what about it? They're always asking for like money. I said, listen, we're not asking for shit. We're demanding that America pays us what they owe us because they paid everybody else. They paid the Japanese. They paid the Chinese. They paid the Arabians. They paid the Native Americans. They paid everybody except for us. So I told her we're not asking for shit. What we're demanding is that America pay us what they owe us, which is another reason why they want to get rid of the critical race theory, because generations down the line, when you look at critical race theory and what it examines, the social and the cultural aspect of America, Right. And that legal academic movement that was created to specifically examine the racism and the systematic issues that are, were in play and how that still affects us. If that's not being taught, that allows them to move further and further away from it. And in generations down the line, most people are going to forget about it because most black folks ain't homeschooling their kids and really making it a point to teach them about this. Right. So what's going to happen is white people are already trying to get away from the shit. So. By allowing that not to be taught and, and really making that a point to be a staple in education, because it is part of America's education is very fundamental. We allow them to get away from that. And then that makes our argument less powerful if we allow them to get away with that. So this is bigger than just bad whitey, bad whitey. Like, that's not what this is about. This is really focusing on the very fundamental aspect of America and how we are still plagued by that today, right? And it's our argument for why America owes us what they owe us and how this isn't something where we're just lazy and we're not pulling the, um, ourselves up by our bootstraps and we just want Americans to give us a handout. Like, that's the illusion that America's perpetuating. That's the illusion that they perpetuate, right? So critical race theory really dives into the illusion of what they have created and really gets to the real life aspect of what's happening, right? So when we this is what we do understand. Like when we're when we're thinking about children, because this is taught at a very young age. Like we understand that no one is colorblind. Right. No one is colorblind, which means white people see black people, black people see white people and they see other shades of color people. Right. No one is colorblind and no one is color mute. Right. Which means people 
see race and talk racism. That's what that means. They see race and they talk racism. Do you understand? So this is very important not to dismiss this. All right. So the critical race theory literally could destroy the illusion of non-systematic powers in play that affect us. Right. Like it really gets down to racism's existence in America. And they don't want that. They don't want it. They don't want it. Right. So one, we can't we don't want them to get away from what they did. Yes, they have to pay for what their ancestors did. You got to pay up. You've paid everybody. And we can't really move forward without reparations being very critical in play. Like real shit like if this isn't just something like we just want money like we we don't like real shit if we're really gonna advance we don't want money we want the resources we want the minerals right we want the land we want the resources we want the farming that's the shit that we really want right shit that can produce wealth right like we don't we don't necessarily want dollars and this is something that every billionaire understands that you don't want the dollars, you want the resources, the shit that's going to keep reproducing wealth or the, the dollar bill, quote unquote. Right. So it, it is very fundamental. Right. So critical race theory is deeper than just teaching America or young children about what has happened like. And on top of that, I don't believe these schools, I, they've never really taught about the true fabrications of american what's happening right like there's still a huge illusion in play that slavery happening and so what and critical race theory kind of really dives into that and kind of gets away from it right so when we start looking at the research of how racism plays effects on children's psychology you're right young black boys and girls like let's really talk about the psychology of it right like studies have already proven this like this ain't no myth like this is fact it has already proven that when a child's brain operates at a high level of stress, what that does is that has a that has a long term effect on their behavior, behavioral, their mental and their social brains development. So that has an effect on all of that, meaning behavioral, the way you're going to interact to something negative or discomfort. Right. The way you're going to react to it. Now, you already had a life, you already had a long term effect in the stress on your brain and how it develops. You're not going to necessarily be able to analyze the situation pro and properly and act accordingly because the way you behave and how you analyze and the critical thinking component on top of that, like that emotional development has been fucked up because the brain, when it operates at a high level of stress for a long period of time, there is wear and tear that happens on the brain's development, right? It's kind of like bench pressing your maximum amount. It's like trying to bench press your maximum amount of weight majority of the times when you go to the weight room. Your muscles are going to have wear and tear, and that's what high level of stress does to the brain. There's wear and tear on how the brain develops, and that happens is because we deal with high level of stress from birth, do you feel what I'm saying? And this all plays a part into racism and the systematic um, entities that are in place and how that affects us. You understand? Like socially, how people view us socially and how they interact with us. Right? Like most black people tell you, we're going to a store and we're being watched, right? The social component. How other races of people socially interact with us. 
due to the issues that are in play and how school, church, and at home, how these three institutions teach young white boys and girls and how that teaches them how to interact with other races of people. All that shit plays a part. So the critical race theory, all of that had to do with really examining the social and the cultural and even some of the economic aspects of what's happening today, how we're still affected by that, right? Because once again, it's not an aberration where you can issue a few laws and everything's okay now. We're not even getting that, by the way. So the critical race theory really goes into the fundamental aspect and how that has an effect on us and why this is critical to be taught, right? I already say, like, I homeschool my kids. And I always say black people need to take their kids out of school anyways because the shit that they really need to be taught. Like, I teach my kids how America really operates, how it truly operates and how it functions, right? Uh, most people don't understand how America functions or how, poli how, or how politics functions, Right. So they understand a basic level of how politics and how America functions. And they believe that they know the overall broad aspect. And no, that couldn't be further from the truth. Same reason why you take your car to the mechanic, because your mechanic understands how the car operates. So because your car is not turning on, you bring it to the mechanic, somebody who understands how your car operates and how it functions. Therefore, the mechanic is in a place to fix it. You understand surface level where if I turn my key in the ignition, it should turn the car on. But if it don't, it's because you don't understand how it functions or how it operates, you're not in a place to fix it. So the issues that we are dealing with, critical race theory, dives into how some of these issues functions and how they operate. So we have a clear understanding of what could be done or what needs to be done so we can start putting ourselves in a better position to fix it. Right. Nobody's color. Nobody's colorblind. Nobody is colorblind, right? Like I said, nobody is color mute and nobody is color blind, which means people see color and they talk racism. Do you understand? They see color and they talk racism. So critical race theory, critical race theory is a very, very critical point. This is what they're trying to do. So it is very important for us to really, really, really make sure that this is a stable and how this is being charted. If you're not going to homeschool your kids, then this is something that can't be overlooked. And, and that's that's a, that's my take on it for real. Like when I just see the direction how shit is going at the end of the day. All right. So, man, once again, like I said, we always diving into, man, them real controversial topics, man. And like I said, once again, critical race theory is a very fundamental aspect and it dies into the very fundamentals of America. You understand? So once again, this is Tevin Taylor. This is another episode of Tevin Talks coming back at you live again. You're I am the stone that the builder refused. I am the visual, the inspiration.